are tuned in to the One Life Podcast, where we provide you with the people and discussions that will enable you to develop the principles, virtues, and mindsets required to take full advantage of the one life you have to live and to live a life that will outlive you. Now, here's your host, Army officer, ultra marathon runner, professional coach, and speaker, Devin Rodriguez. Lily Wang is in the house. If you don't know Lily Wang, you better start knowing who Lily Wang is because she is a powerhouse of a female that I came across on Clubhouse. So well-spoken, so well-mannered, so knowledgeable. And so excited that she is here today. So, Lily, thank you so much for being here. Lily is a master coach that has just a wealth of knowledge on how the mind works, how to manifest your dreams, how to turn your desires into your reality. So, Lily, before we jump into that, I just want to say thank you for taking time out of your day to be here with us today. Well, thank you, Devin, for having me. You're absolutely phenomenal. So I'm very glad to get to be on your show. Thank you. Of course. And let's jump right into it, Lily. Tell us a little bit about, because I've heard your story and it's an impactful one. Just tell us a little bit about who Lily Wang is and how you got to the magnificent place in life that you are right now in which you provide so much service to so many people and are just dedicated to enabling other people to take full advantage of the one life that they have to live. Oh my goodness. Thank you. The intro is phenomenal. Thanks for that. Who am I? I'm a Canadian. I've always been very international and I I started my spiritual journey or at least the conscious side of it about 20 years ago. So I got a head start in my childhood and I learned about Qigong, which is energy visualization, energy movement, active meditation. So by the time that things like the law of attraction showed up, in society, within mass media, in mass consciousness, I had already had a head start. So when it came to understanding how to use our thoughts to create things, again, with a head start, I had a knowledge and a very deep understanding that it worked because through Qigong, for example, through the active visualization, eventually I got to a point of literally using my thoughts and moving the energy through my body, I would feel bubbles, for example, through my shoulders. Or when I used to do track and field as a kid, I would feel the bubbles, the movement of energy through my ankles, because I used to, uh, I, I sprained my ankles in the past. So with that spiritual background, and then as you I started my career in consulting, international consulting. I worked with large organizations, governments, businesses, of course. Eventually, I merged the two. I never thought the world would get this spiritual, this conscious, this awake. But it works for me because that was always my life. (laughs) So I got to luckily uh, bring the private life into the public side of things. So like I said, (laughs) lucky me because I came out of the spiritual closet, as it were. (laughs) Absolutely. And Lily, let's jump right into, you said something there that your thoughts have the ability to to create things. And I was reading Napoleon Hill's work. I just finished a master key to riches, which is a phenomenal book. And he says that thoughts aren't literally things, but they have the ability to create things. And those things that they create are almost exact duplicates of the things that we are thinking in our brains on a repetitive basis, in our minds, excuse me, on a repetitive basis. So talk to me a little bit about what the process looks like to you from turning a thought into a reality. 
Oh, absolutely. Sure. So it's exactly what you said and what you quoted, right? Our thoughts aren't things per se, but they create things that almost are a replica of the, the original thought substance. So the way I've started explaining it to some one-on-one -on -one clients that's worked is I give them a visual, especially because I see people are on Zoom. So for those of you watching this, if you imagine this box, this Zoom box as a rectangle, as it were, I always say you're an infinite being, but when I say that, who knows what that means and who feels worthy of thinking that they're infinite. So never to say that anyone is finite, but if you were to imagine your thought ability, your manifesting power as being finite just for now, right, to conceptualize this, think of this rectangular space around you, around your head, around your heart as filling, as being filled with all the thoughts and emotions that you could ever possibly have. The thoughts that you have right now, the dominant thoughts, especially that you have right now in this rectangular space, is that with which you're creating your reality. This is the missing piece for a lot of people. A lot of people, again, being misled by all the free content out there, and content is great, but by all the surface level, the simple content out there, think, oh, if I want it, I will get it. While that is true, if you want it, you will get it to the extent that your thought space is a match for it. So people speak one sentence, I want the great job. I want to have impact in the world. I want to serve people. I want a great business. But if this thought space is dominant with, I'm not worthy, who am I to be there? I'm jealous of them. Why do they have success? Think what's actually dominant. So how we go from thought to action, to results, to creating it in our physical three-dimensional space is we got to become aware of what thoughts we have most of the time, i.e. the dominant thoughts create our reality. This is why a lot of people are stuck because their dominant thoughts are actually in a negative loop. Whereas when we do the mindset work, when we work with our mentors and coaches, when we do the inner work, what we do is we change our dominant thoughts. So now when you have a goal, intention, desire, or wish or vision, one thought like that can sometimes propel us into a different future and actually help make that a reality. Does that answer your question? Of course it does. Of course it does. Now, Lily, I'm assuming you're aware of the law of vibration. So yeah. let's talk a little bit about this because people have a misunderstanding about the law of attraction and the law of vibration and the fact that the law of attraction is actually a secondary law and the primary law is the law of vibration. So why don't you talk to us a little bit about that and try to explain it as simplistically as possible because it can get a little hard to understand if this is your first time hearing it. But just break these two laws down for us and then how we can use them to our advantage. Sure. Okay. So taking a simple, simp I also can't say that word simplistic. It's like the word success on Clubhouse. I speak quickly as so it ends up sounding like success. <laughs> right on. So exactly. The law of attraction is a secondary law. And to actually quote unquote, attract more things, manifest more things, we got to understand the law of vibration. We got to understand that all our thoughts, all our emotions, all of the things in the world exist on certain frequencies, okay? That is a law. That is law. So for those of you who are visual, we can categorize all our thoughts from low vibration, low frequency, to high vibration, high frequency. 
And when I be, say low, I don't mean quiet. And when I say high, I don't mean loud. Low meaning low power. That's how I recommend people start thinking of it as low power thoughts that generate more low power, attractive abilities and low power, negative, sad uh, realities. High power, not as in loud, not aggressive, not big, but as in high powerful. So what are some of these thoughts and frequencies and vibrations then? If we were to go from low to high, right? What are some low emotions and thoughts? These are, for example, I'm not worth it. How could I possibly be worthy of it? I don't deserve to show up, to take up space, to speak, to express, to share. And by the way, do you think that's more common or uncommon in society right now? Well, yeah, it's definitely more common. It's definitely more common. And it's very sad that a whole generation, a whole population, a whole continent, and perhaps world is operating primarily at this low frequency, low vibration um, level. I can't even get into that too much because it makes me, literally upsets me as a human to know this, right? So this is where a lot of people are operating. And this is why a lot of people peak in their 20s. This is why a lot of people set goals that they don't really get or used to have a vision, a desire for the future, for the world or for themselves that they don't necessarily actualize or manifest. Why? Because a lot of their thoughts, remember back to the rectangular space of creation, a lot of their thoughts, predominant thoughts exist at a low vibration level. Okay, so that's number one. That's a big thing for us to be aware of. I was there, so no judgment. I was there when I was ambitious and I was into so much personal development in my 20s. As I've worked with some great coaches, I've been in so many coaching programs. I've gotten coached. But really what nobody really said to me was put it together for me in this way. So we can be out there and set goals and write affirmations all we want. But if so many of our thoughts exist at a low vibration level, as per the law of vibration, we actually keep manifesting low vibration experiences. What is that? Feeling not good enough, attracting a workspace, a boss, colleagues, even clients that make us feel not worthy enough, attracting a partner or friendship that mirror that, that either also feel they're not good enough and they don't go after their goals or cause us, give us cause to feel not good enough. So this is why people feel rejected a lot. That's low vibration. But are you ready? Shall we rise it up? Oh, I'm ready, Lily. Okay, all right. So that's a very blunt look at the lower levels of vibration, but I think it was an important starting point, okay? So from the low vibration, we go up a little bit. So from depression, unworthiness, I can't show my face, how dare I speak up, how dare I go for it, we actually get into a space of anger. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Lily, this Uh-oh. is getting it. This is getting interesting now. This is getting interesting. <laughs> so all the angry people out there, I see you. I honor you. <laughs> so here's a missing piece, right? For anyone who's a little bit depressed or knows someone who's depressed. Sorry to get a little depressive here, but I think again, it's a good concept to know. Anger is higher in vibration than depression. Anger is higher in vibration than sadness and unworthiness. So when someone goes from depression to anger, sure, it might be uncomfortable to friends and family. And I always say, hey, don't be angry at people. Just be angry. Express it. Shout it out. Express it out. Write it into a letter. Run it out. Whatever it is. Feel it. Because 
anger is higher than depression, meaning as a powerful being, we're already closer to tapping into more power. Anger and even jealousy <clears throat> and even like petty aggression, like being irked, all of that, while they're not, while they're not comfortable, they're better than depression. So what we got to do is have people naturally, it's natural that we want to uh, spiral up. It is natural that we in our intuitive higher self being want to go up and we can't make big jumps. So we go from depression to anger. We go from anger to jealousy. We go from jealousy to petty jealousy. We go from petty jealousy to just being annoyed. Those are far more stronger in vibration, meaning as we elevate from depression to anger and annoyance, we actually come out of depression and we, we start stepping into our power. That's what a lot of people didn't know, actually. Now we know, Lily, because we are so lucky to have you today. <laughs> so Thank you. So angry people, <laughs> rejoice. Because no, <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever told them that. All right. But here's the thing. We don't want to stay in a place of anger because and, and the whole scale of a low to medium to high vibration thoughts and uh, manifesting abilities, anger is still pretty low, right? So we don't want to stay there. We want to express, we want to transform, we want to pass through it. And in passing through it, now we get to a place of logic. This is why the average person in a more masculine orientation manifests pretty well because logic is above average in terms of the vibration. If we were to operate with thoughts and feelings and, and ways of being at a place of logic being above average in vibration, that means we tend to attract above average experiences. So, so this is, I was explaining this to a client and it totally made sense to her. The masculine orientation in logic is above average. Whereas a shadow, a wounded feminine orientation, I'm not good enough. Everybody's mean to me. They're so hurtful. That's low in vibration. So a logical businessman or woman would say, what are my targets? What do I got to do to get there? Oh, I got to do more calls. Great. How many? 20. Great. Done. Right. One, 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 like one by one, they hit it. So that's why logic is above average. Now, not to just praise the masculine, not at all, and not at all to put down the feminine. Let's go above logic. You ready to go to the highest vibrations? Let's do it, Lily. Let's do it. All right. So above logic, what we've actually got is we start stepping into a space of appreciation, acknowledgement, right? Genuine acknowledgement of the other, genuine acknowledgement of ourselves, gratitude, joy, absolute joy and ecstasy, and finally, dare I say it, love. So from that perspective, everybody's proclaiming, I'm grateful, self-love is important. <laughs> Devin, you're laughing, self-care, I love you, man. Sure, if only people meant it. Now, why am I so precise and almost negative in this? It's because I see it all the time. It's my profession to know where people are actually at. So this is why if people are actually feeling unworthy and they cannot even acknowledge themselves from a pure space, and they attempt to make the jump from low vibration to high vibration. I'm not saying that the person is inauthentic in doing that, but I'm saying the act of wanting to make the jump creates inauthentic experiences. This is why people yo-yo so much because they're actually mostly still in a state of low vibration 
But again, because of all the free content out there and the popularization of gratitude and love for your fellow men that people haven't really tapped into, they make the jump to love, which is at the top highest of vibrations. And the yo-yo from I'm not worthy to, oh, I want to pretend and feel like I'm worthy. The big jumps are very hurtful. Any entrepreneur, especially any visionary, any creative knows just how painful that is to go from I suck to oh my God, I'm the best. So what we got to do is we've got to neutralize things a little bit. We got to do some healing. We got to heal. We got to transcend. We got to transform a lot of the stuff that's in our inner space so that we can actually um, work on the, the low vibration stuff, reduce it, remove it so that we naturally step by step can increase in our vibration so that we get to a true space of acknowledgement, appreciation, and love. Why do I emphasize the word true, genuine, authentic? It's because unless it's authentic, unless it's the true space of our thought space and our heart space, unless it's the space of our predominant thoughts, we're not going to attract it. Okay, so finally, what is the law of attraction? It's like you said, a secondary law. We must first understand the law of vibration. Everything exists on vibration from low to medium to high vibration, high frequency, high power, high love. What does this mean in terms of our results and material business career results? It means that where we're operating at, low, medium, high, is where we create from. Right, so a businessman, a woman, a visionary, a speaker, a servant of God, whomever they are, if they're truly, genuinely, authentically in a space of, I acknowledge you, I appreciate you, I appreciate myself, now when they set the same goal as anybody else, the goal usually comes faster, with more ease, with more fun, and yes, with more success. So that is the benefit to knowing about the law of vibration. Boom. Boom. Masterclass by Lily Wang for free. That was awesome, Lily. Thank you so much for diving so deeply into that. I'm curious, Lily, what are someone comes to you and they need Lily's help. They feel like they're at a place where they're just stuck in life. They're not achieving necessarily the things that they want to achieve. What is the first step that somebody could take to move in the right direction of their goals and their dreams for their future? Wow, great question. So if I understand it correctly, if someone's not doing very well, they're not really at a space that they're proud of, what is the first step they got to do to start achieving exactly. things? Exactly. Okay, great. Bluntly speaking, as a coach, I would say commit. Just make a decision, commit. Most people can't commit to the greatness of their lives, to the greatness that God equipped them with, to the greatness that's within. That's so big. It's so grand. Why? because they don't even commit to things at the small micro level. So for us to tap into the greatness of who we are and who we can be and how we can show up, we got to start at an authentic level. Authentically, you can only do the big if you're willing and able to do the small. When we graduate from the small commitments, we can move on to and life presents us with opportunities to commit at a grander scale. So the first thing they got to do, I got to do, we got to do, all of us, is to commit. I used to, like I said, in my 20s, I was ambitious. As I worked with large organizations and all that great stuff that 
on the surface looked great, but I never felt good about myself back then. I realized it was a small commitments I was jumping over. It was a small commitments that because I was smart and I was, I could think on my feet and I could create really quickly. I, I taught myself that I didn't have to do the small things. That is a falsehood. All of us, we've got to do the right steps, commit. So for the person who wants to turn their lives around, if you said you're going to drop brownies off your friend's porch today, do it. If you said you were going to email that one person back today, do it. If you said you're going to, you wanted to work with a mentor or do something for somebody else or pay your bills or do something, I know that sounds so uh, mundane, but do it. Only when you commit and follow through does your subconscious start believing in you. Why people aren't getting what they want is a subconscious is screeching to a halt saying, who are you to do this now? Think of all the times that you didn't do what you said you were. Why do I got to go with you this time? We got to turn that around, make friends, be friends with our subconscious, integrate. So when we commit, like you said, make a decision and actually follow through, we start training our subconscious into understanding that we're for real. We mean at this time, please hop on board so we can do beautiful things together. Oh, yeah, Lily, that's something that I talk about. Wow, you are one of the only people that I've ever heard talk about that as well. And it was something that I just learned from experience, not really from studying, was just the fact that I had to continuously prove to myself that I could trust myself. <laughs> that's exactly it. it. Self-trust. Exactly. And and that is a key. I literally just recorded an episode about a week ago, I want to say, and I published it all out there in my opinion, that is the, the way to build confidence. That is the way to build confidence. And Lily, we're going to be doing a part two to this because we need more Lily Wang to jump into so much more stuff. But very quickly, Lily, where can people find you if they want to learn more about you and what you have going on? Oh, sure. Thank you. My website is thelilywang.com. Lily is spelled with two L, so L-I-L-Y. You can send me an email, lilywangcoaching at gmail.com. And of course, on Instagram, it's the Lily Wang. Okay, the Lily Wang, everybody. I hope you caught that. The last question I have for you, Lily, is going to be when Lily is, is no longer here eventually and, and she took most of, she took advantage of the one life that she had to live. What is her legacy going to be? What is the legacy that she's going to leave behind? Oh, damn. The way you pose that, it just said it straight to my heart. The legacy, I would say, if I lived the best life I could, is to show others that they can, they must, they ought to as well. I think there's a lot of good in the world. There's also a lot of evil. And for us to change the world, we must live and express the highest of ourselves. We must tap into the divine masculine. We must tap into the divine feminine. It is as God intended. We cannot just sway with the currents. We have to stand for something. And for us to stand for something, it means we're expressing the best of ourselves. So my legacy, I hope, is to not just do that within my own life and my own capacities, but to impress upon others to please do the same. Lily, thank you so much for being here with us today. This is a true honor and privilege. And I learned so much about all the genius that you have within you. So thank you so much. And for those of you listening, part two is coming soon because Lily has some more fire to bring. 
Thank you, Devin, for having me. You're absolutely phenomenal. It's my privilege and honor to get to spend time with me, uh, with you. So thanks so much. And I'm excited for part two as well. Thank you for listening to the One Life Podcast, where we discuss how to live a life of impact, fulfillment, and contribution. If this added value to you, please be sure to subscribe to our show, leave us a review, and share our show with a friend. And that will enable us to touch even more lives. For more of us, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at One Life Podcast. As always, you only have one life to live. There's no time to wait. Act now.